Okay, Boker Tov. So we are continuing with Teshuvah, Restoring Life by Rabbi Leichter. And we're starting chapter 4 now, which is called Uprooting Our Will. We'll probably spend a couple of classes on chapter 4. So we uh, were commenting on that statement of the Talmud that anyone who wants to leave can leave. We talked about the letter He and how the letter He has an opening on the bottom. And anybody who wants to leave can leave through that opening on the bottom of the letter He. So, and we discussed how Avodat HaTeshuvah, which is different than Avodat HaMitzvot, Avodat HaMitzvot is about changing our behaviors. It's behavioral. But the Avodat HaTeshuvah is about changing our will. It's changing the way we relate to HaKadosh Baruch our relationship with Hashem, and our inner drives, our inner desires. It's very interesting that this, um, this distinction between Avodat HaMitzvot and Avodat HaTeshuvah very much parallels um, where in psychology today, where you perhaps may have two general approaches uh, to psychology. One is called behavioral or cognitive behavioral, where we're not really dealing with what's going on underneath within a person, but the approach is to try to change the person's behaviors using different types of training, different types of uh, behavioral techniques, uh, conditioning, etc., to try to change the way a person acts. But you're not necessarily addressing the underlying psychological issues. The other approach is much more uh, what you can call psychodynamic or um, psychoanalytic, somewhat, a little bit, not exactly, but sort of, or just a general, uh, more uh, depth-oriented type of therapy in which the underlying issues that a person is dealing with are addressed to different degrees. The psychoanalysis tries to spend, go very, very depth in depth with what the issues are. It could take years to address what the issues are. Um, where the different types of therapy, um, where a person is not necessarily digging as deep, uh, but uh, is trying to address some of the underlying issues that are causing the uh, whatever uh, you know psychological challenges a person is having, as opposed to just behavioral psychology, which is uh, much more uh, just trying to change the behaviors, which happens to be very effective and it happens to be very popular today. But it's just interesting that that parallel exists within uh, Lahavdiyo, but that parallel exists within what we're learning right now between Avodat HaMitzvot and Avodat HaTeshuvah. So we were discussing the idea that the essential issue is the will, the the will to act in a way against the Derech the, HaVashem, the against the way of Hashem. So he quotes the Mesilat Yisharim, which is very interesting, that he's, when, he, when the Mesilat Yisharim is describing Teshuvah, he says, uh, he says it here in English, but the Hebrew is, Akirat HaRatzon Ke'akirat HaMaaseh. That if a person uproots his will, it's as if he uproots the action. Now the way the Mesilat Yisharim uses it is a little bit different, because there he's talking about the novelty of Teshuvah, the chidush of Teshuvah, how Teshuvah is unexpected, it doesn't, it's not logical, it doesn't make, it's not logical or reasonable, it doesn't make sense. Because once I did something, how could I do, how could I undo it? It's done. I ate something, I ate it. A person did another, it's done. So how, what, are you, what are you trying to do? So the Mesilat Yisharim says that Akirat HaRatzon is Kakirat HaMasa, that Hashem gave us this gift of Teshuvah, that when I can undo my will for the sin, it's the equivalent of undoing the Hashem counts it as if I undid the sin itself, which is a fantastic thing. So, so back to here. So Rav Leichter uses that language to say that uprooting the will is, is being the uprooting of the action to as evidence 
that the will is the primary underlying um, issue when it comes to doing teshuva. Now, changing our will, obviously, is very difficult. If somebody wants something, to change that is incredibly... Changing behaviors is... It, it's, it's superficial. It doesn't necessarily last for a long time, but it's, it's much easier, at least on the short term, to change behaviors. But to change what a person wills is extremely difficult. And he quotes the Vilna Gaon's commentary to Mishlei, where he quotes the Pasuk, all the ways of a person are pure in his eyes, which I think we all can very much relate to, that a person thinks, whatever path I'm following, that's the pure, that's the correct path. So all the ways of a person are pure in his eyes. So he says that every path a person takes is drawn after his underlying will. Ratzon Harishon. There's something a person has called Ratzon Harishon. A very, very deep underlying will which drives his actions. So every decision that he makes is driven by that Ratzon Harishon. And he wants, and Rabbi Leichter quotes Revolvi also, who is Rabbi Leichter's Rebbe, who says that if you look at the life, the totality of the life of a person, after they live, they passed away already, if you look at the totality of their life, it would be impossible to claim, I'm reading this from Rabbi Leichter, it would be impossible to claim that what he did during his lifetime was the result of coercion or duress. The shape and direction of our lives is in fact invariably a reflection of what deep down we really want, of genuine choices we have made, consciously or otherwise. Our true or inner will is extremely powerful and has the capacity to overcome many obstacles and to determine the course of our act of our lives. In the end, our Ratzon Harishon will be realized. So Revolvi says that yes, you can maybe, you know, he did this little action, did a little thing, perhaps maybe because somebody pressured him, somebody forced him to do it. But Beneath everything, or in the totality of everything, if we look at the sachachol, the total of what a person lived in life, it's really the ratzon, it's really the will that he had, it's really what he really wanted in life, which is what determined his course, determined what he did, determined how he behaved for the entirety of his life. And if we want to be able to do teshuvah, teshuvah means to be able to work on that will, to change that will, to uproot that will. And it's a very difficult thing. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit in the next uh, shiurim as to why or how perhaps the, we can overcome that will. Because once we, or we can change our will. Because once we have the will in the right direction, the will can overcome many obstacles. It's a very famous saying, nothing stands in front of the will. A person really wants something, he'll find some way to do it. So if a person's will is directed in the wrong direction, so then he's going to find ways to do it. But if we can change the will and create a will that is directed in the correct direction, so then, nothing can stand in front of the will and anything can be accomplished. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuv.